Welcome back to our last segment here on Real Presence Live. Looking out the window at a rainy, gray day, but when I look the other way, I see the church, Jesus Christ in his tabernacle. So all is well. Live from Holy Cross Catholic Church here in West Fargo, North Dakota, my name is Tim Moser. We'd like to welcome another Tim to the show. Tim Johnson is going to tell us about no ordinary men's group. Tim, welcome to the show. Thank you. It's nice to be here. I appreciate you taking the time. So, Tim, before we get into uh, your men's group and what you do, just tell us a little bit about yourself. Give us a little background. Sure. Well, my wife, Debbie, and I have been married almost 25 years. We relocated to northern Minnesota about 11 years ago when I made a career change to become a state farm agent in the community. Debbie's a third-grade teacher at our local pre-K to 12 school, Northwood School, also teaches religious ed. And we have three adult children. Jacob just graduated from Gallaudet University and moved back to Minnesota, lives and works in the Twin Cities. Kendra lives in Moorhead, is a student at Minnesota State, member of St. Joseph's Parish out there, and actually lives in the Mary House, owned by the parish. And our youngest, Bailey, yep, she's got very close ties there. And um, our youngest, Bailey, just got graduated from the College of St. Scholastic in Duluth and is currently living and working in China. So God has given us a very full life with many gifts. That's for sure. Now, Gallaudet, isn't, isn't that the college where are specializing in deaf uh, deaf people? Is that right? Or am yes, I wrong with that? The, okay. You're 100% correct. It's the world's only uh, liberal arts college for deaf and hard of hearing. My son Jacob is deaf. Okay. And gone to the School for the Deaf in Minnesota and then received his degree out there and worked out there for a time before moving back to Minnesota. What a great blessing. What a great blessing. Yes, I, I, I used to coach volleyball at Concordia, and we played them once, and it was interesting how the, you know, they couldn't hear the whistles, but they had it working out so great. Anyway, it was, it was wonderful. But tell us a little bit about your men's group now, just not any ordinary men's group. Tell us a little bit about the one you guys have. Well, our group has evolved. We used to center our discussions around a book that either our pastors had recommended or one that we chose as a group, but we recently tend to discuss issues of the day that relate to our Catholic faith. Subject matter comes from RPR or EWTN or our diocesan newsletter, uh, our priest's homilies. He gives wonderful homilies. And uh, lately we've been asking men to be a little more accountable for the meetings because um, reading the books hasn't been as productive as just having these discussions. And so we ask everyone every time we meet to bring something that they want to discuss that relates to our faith. You know, that, and, oops, go ahead, go ahead. Well, I was just going to say subjects can be recent surveys that show the majority of Catholics not believing the Eucharist is the actual body, blood, soul, and divinity of our Lord Jesus Christ, or relating to abortion, or why we go to Mass. So uh, anything, anything's fair game. Mm-hmm. We're, but we're not a we're not a service group. We're we're not a Bible study group. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I I like that. I mean, there, there's certainly a place for that because you know, men. You know, we tend to bond shoulder to shoulder. We have to have a purpose. You know, something we're going to solve a problem. You know, and and I like how you're taking. Current events, like I said, whether from RPR or from EWTN or from a homily, and really chewing on those. Um, tell us, how, how has that been received by th- these men then? Well, like I said, that's where the, the conversations seem to gravitate, I think partly because um, our structure is very informal. Um, our group is very small. Mm-hmm. Um, 
up to a dozen. We're a very small parish. Last time we met, there was just myself and one other gentleman. But it it it, lend, it lends itself to very intimate conversations, and we have a real diverse group too. That helps us a lot because everyone has a different background and they're at a different stage in their journey. Mm-hmm. I think it's great because having that small group and that, and that focus really opens the doors for a little more, shall we say, intimate conversation, a little more sharing of, you know, the deeper things that are going on. It's not just surface level, is what I'm hearing. Uh, that's true. Um, I mean, we've got gentlemen that are retired, that are grandparents, very involved with their grandchildren, working men like myself with adult children, and young men with very young children. And some of us, our, our, our kids have gone to Catholic school or their children are currently attending Catholic school. My wife taught in a Catholic school where our girls went, so we have different experiences. One gentleman even was in seminary for a while. Hmm. So we have a we can get pretty deep on things and have real diverse conversations. That's wonderful. We'll talk with Tim Johnson about No Ordinary Men's Group there in Cook, Minnesota. Um, again, I, I like how you have the current events and then just the idea of sharing deep. How does it affect you and how can we share our faith a little bit? So tell us a little bit, Tim, how long have you guys been, been doing this and how long has it been evolving? Well, our, our former pastor, Father Drew Brown, who's now in Duluth, had gotten us started. Um, I don't know, maybe three or four years ago, okay. and then we quite honestly kind of fell by the wayside because we were counting on him to lead the way, <laughs> and when pastors get reassigned, um, you you want to be sensitive to the new pastor, and we approached him, and actually the time that we chose to meet doesn't fit his schedule real well, so he's typically not there. So mm-hmm. we have to take ownership of this, um, and we're also, it's an open group as far as um, everyone has their struggles. We have people in the group who've gone through divorces and annulments and serious health issues and seen our children struggle with different things. And uh, it's a pretty trusting group. And I think that's it evolved because that's what the men wanted, is they mm-hmm. wanted to mm-hmm. to dig deep on a personal level. Yeah, absolutely. So, Tim, would you be willing to share with our listeners how it has affected you personally and how it's deepened your faith and, and your relationships with God and these men? Well, um, we've certainly got to know each other better, mm-hmm. even though we're in a tiny little parish, and we know the group is there for us. Um, it's allowed us to, to open up um, when we when someone is struggling. And uh, we always try to bring it back to our faith, what, what are the teachings of the Church, and, um, you know, what should we do here as Catholic men, as Christian men, um, and... For me, personally, running a, my own business, I, I get so involved in it because I love what I do, but it, it helps us get re-centered because we get so involved in our lives outside of our faith, and, and it brings us back together and, and outside of just attending Mass. So that, that's where it's helped me, and I believe others in the group, too. Sure. You know, we're talking again with Tim Johnson about uh, the men's group they've started, this deep faith sharing, I guess I would call it. You know, I think something else 
comes to mind that I guess is happening here as men show their vulnerability, shall we say? Because, you know, we're guys. We're like, I've, I've got this handled, you know, no problem. You know, but inside we're going, I don't have this handled. Things are, you know, things are kind of crazy here. But having guys actually admit that and be able to share that, that vulnerability, that that need for Christ, need for our faith, need for this, this uh, brotherhood, I bet that really is opening doors and strengthening bonds as well. Well, it does, because as we've all said so many times, you don't know the other struggles that the person mm-hmm. has. Mm-hmm. And then sometimes the best thing we can do is listen if someone's having a struggle. And that's certainly the case with this group. Um, it's a very positive group, but um, it's uh, it's a group that um, I think everyone gets a little something different out of it. And uh, I, I often joke that I, I'm the caboose on the train, even though I've been asked to kind of informally coordinate our group. I feel that I, I know our faith less than anyone else in the room. <laughs> and so I'm, I'm there in some ways for selfish reasons. Uh, I want to learn more from the group, mm-hmm. but everyone's willing to share. And some of the gentlemen themselves went through, went to Catholic schools and um, they've, they've, uh, they know our faith better than I do, and I think if you, if you're willing to realize that it's a constant learning process, then you'll you'll be fine. I think that's a great example, Tim, of you know your quote unquote vulnerability. I, I I don't know as many as some of these people, and you're open to that. That that's a great great place to be, Tim. What advice would you have for uh, you know men who may be kind of on the fence about being in a group like this, or you know it sounds kind of good, but I don't know. What what would you tell them? Well. I think we all need to remember we're at a different place regarding our journey. And fellowship itself is important outside of the Mass. And, again, what we try to do when we discuss something, is um, whether it's as a group or individuals, is, is bring it back to the Church and mm-hmm. why is this issue important, what's the Catholic Church stance on it, and what can we do to support it. But as far as a group, um, I think, if you're part of a group, you need to continue to ask men to come in, just like mm-hmm. Catholics who've fallen away from the Church. We need to continually ask them and let them come in on their own terms. And um, if you're not in a group, I do think it probably takes a little courage to show up, and the further away you are from your faith, it's it's more difficult. Sure. Um, and if nothing else, maybe there are, there are parishes that have nothing like this, and Someone has the courage to say, why don't we get together and talk about the Catholic issues of the day and, and try to support each other in our, in our lives. That sounds so good, Tim. We want to thank you for your time today, Tim, and what you're doing with that men's group. God bless you. Thank you. Appreciate your time. All right, absolutely. Appreciate all you've done today. I'd like to thank Brandon. I'd like to thank Holy Cross Catholic Church in West Fargo coming at us live today. Until next time, practice your faith every day, and God bless you.